0: You're listening to Hashtag no with Zach Peter. That's me, your naturally platinum blonde pop culture connoisseur. I'm the reality TV junkie, self-improvement addict, and host with only the hottest tea spilled fresh weekly. For more hot takes, go and give me a follow at Just Zach on all the social meets. I've got really funny Instagram stories, usually of like my neighbors and my Ubers and me dancing in the shower. Um, and keep up with the show at No Filter with Zach for really funny reality TV memes. ...and clips with your favorite reality stars. It's a really good time, so go and give me a follow... ...at No Filter with Zach and at Just Plain Zach. All right, are you ready for another pop culture breakdown? <laughs> boom, boom, boom! We've got a lot of news to break down this week. There's actually a lot that's been happening since last Monday. So there's a lot that we're going to be getting into. First off, James Kennedy is now sober. or sober for a full year Um, which good for him. I mean, you know, I feel like I used to love to hate him and I still kind of love to hate him, but he's really turned his life around. He says Raquel has been like his rock, which, you know, equates to her intelligence. I didn't say that. Don't pretend I didn't say that. Um, I don't know. I still can't get, get with the, I still can't get on the Raquel train. She's not my favorite. And I know everybody's really loving Charlie this past season, but she's not my favorite either. And I don't know why. Maybe I'm just like a terrible human being and I can't, I can't love them. But anyway, congrats to the white Kanye. You go DJ James Kennedy. Boom, boom, boom. Um, congrats on your one year of sobriety. And I like that James is like a year sober and he's not an asshole. Like I feel like Lala sober and she's a bit of an asshole still. And I'm like, girl, maybe you should have a drink. Um, but James seems to be doing well. So you go James, all right, hold up, wait a minute. I want to talk to you about Dry Farm Wines, which is my favorite hangover-free wine. Yes, that's right, I said it. Hangover-free wine, because it doesn't have any additives, it doesn't have any dyes, it doesn't have added sugar, none of that junk. It's good, clean wine, all right? And it's shipped straight to your door, so you don't even have to worry about going to the market, because you're, if you're afraid about getting all the germs at the market, and you're like, no! Oh, you can have it sent straight to your door. Dryfarmwines.com/zack. Z-A-C-K. Clean wine, hangover-free wine, no additives, no junk. They have reds, they have whites, they have uh, rosés, they even have an orange wine. I don't know if it's still available right now, but that orange wine is something new and you're going to want to try it. So go check out dryfarmwines.com/zack Z-A-C-K, and get that hangover-free wine so you can drink tonight and not hurt tomorrow. Okay? Go. Okay, let's talk about these Real Housewives of New York confessionals because they we New York is back, finally came back after the hiatus, and we finally get to see the housewives taping their own confessionals from home. And when I say they are just so cringy, I mean they are so cringy, and it's I, I love it. I love to hate it because they're so you can just tell like who really knows how to use their iPhone and who doesn't I'm also kind of like why didn't Bravo give them like a mic pack like because then the, like the audio sounds like they're on a zoom call when actually they shouldn't be like a Bravo should have given them a mic pack and then synced it up so at least the audio was a little better uh, and given them like whatever audio they use when they actually do their confessionals maybe they use like an overhead which I guess they couldn't really send and all of that stuff but like a simple mic pack like they use when they're taping the show I think that would have been perfect no am I wrong Was that too expensive? Was that out of budget? They already have the mic packs. They're not filming anything. They can just ship them to the housewives unless it's a little too complicated for them. Anyway, Dorinda just, she's not great at doing her own hair and makeup, which we all know from her Instagram account. But now seeing her in her confessional, I'm just like, Dorinda, like, can we do like a YouTube tutorial? You know, just like make our hair like look kind of good, like trying to, you know, do something with, I don't know. She just doesn't know how to like really pull it together very nicely like you can tell like she's her best when she has her hair and makeup done and the lighting is just not great and it looks like she's like in front of a green screen maybe um Whereas the other girls are definitely, like, in their own... Like, Ramona's in her kitchen because we see Avery walking in, and then Leah. I think Leah takes the cake for her confessional. She has the best look. She had the best hair and makeup. She had the best lighting. Um, Her outfit was a little simple for me. It wasn't very, like, housewife, baba boom glam. But, like, she looked great. I love that it's, like, this whole, like, YouTube vlogger kind of thing. And I I just... I love to hate it, and it's really good. And I also dare I say it, I'm starting to kind of like Elise more, less for like her, but like more for like this drama that like the tea that she's stirring up online. And she's been coming for Ramona really hard lately in the press. And, um, I kind of feel like Ramona deserves it because I feel like Elise has been a really good friend to Ramona for a really long time and now that Denise has come on the show, she's now learned that like Ramona is not going to, you know, be nice to her just because she's Ramona's probably jealous that Elise is even on the show and you know, Ramona's just like a jealous bitch and like that's that's what we know Ramona for and she's upset right now because she's saying that Bravo is editing her to look like the villain this season as if she isn't the villain, IRL. But like, okay, girl, you're the villain this season and every other season since season one. Let's see. Should we talk about Real Housewives? Ooh, this is juicy. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills. That's where I want to be. Can we talk about like what a terrible song that was for Weezer? Where is, what is Weezer up to these days? Anyway, so speaking of retired musicians, David Foster is back in the news and he was talking to Us Weekly promoting his new show and he's saying that he never wanted to do Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, but he only did it because Yolanda, Miss Yolanda, Miss Yolander, he only did it because she wanted him to do it and he knows that she wouldn't have been cast without him. Like, oh the shade. He just got like some shades on and he threw that shade right at Yolanda. And apparently he's like really upset because he's like I don't get why people recognize me for doing Housewives. Like I got 16 fucking Grammys and and I don't want people to associate me with that because I've had a whole career before this, but it's like mm, like would most of this younger generation even know who you are without Real Housewives? Like let's be real. Like most people probably knew of the name David Foster. Like I think Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, for whatever it's worth, gave his career like a new life because there's a whole new generation. There's a whole bunch of people that forgot about him, that remembered him and that know him again. And like he's had a little bit of a resurgence. Like I get it maybe – his talent was always there, and obviously, he has 16 fucking Grammys. He pulled a whole Denise Richards. I'm Denise fucking Richards. He's like, I have 16 fucking Grammys. Um, I get it that, like, you've had that career, and like, you are very talented and are still producing music, but like, in terms of like pop culture, celebrity, like, you know, in the forefront and in the headlines, and maybe that's not what he's into, but. It's at least given us, you know, something like now you're doing this show that you're trying to promote and talking to us weekly to promote the show. And people probably wouldn't have cared if you weren't on Real Housewives. So you got to give Real Housewives some credit because at least for me, like I just knew of David Foster as like Sarah, Sarah and Aaron Foster's dad and now is like Yolanda's ex-husband. Um. So, yeah, which he also kind of talks about was being Yolanda's ex-husband. And um, he says that he did not leave Yolanda because of her Lyme disease. He left her for a completely different reason that he's not going to tell us about. Which, whatever. Okay, sure. Like, I get it. I think... I think it's really hard when you, it's, it's, I would imagine it's very heavy on your marriage when you're caring for a sick spouse. Like that's a lot of weight to carry. But then at the same time, that's why like in your vows, you're like, I love you in sickness and in health. Well, this was an opportunity for him to love Yolanda in sickness. And it was just kind of like, I don't want to deal with this. Um, And he's like, I'm gonna leave the old folks home and go back to, you know, the daycare. And that's where he found his new wife, Catherine McPhee. And, like, he loves to, like, dip out and, like, dip into the younger age bracket. It's he, He's, like, one of those, like, he loves to lease his wives. And he's like, okay, time to turn this in for a new model, something fresh to death. Um, and it's just, like, I don't know. I don't think he's, when you have that much of a track record like pre Yolanda and probably after Catherine when you have a track record of leaving your wives for a younger wife and you kind of just keep doing that like that's like a bit of a cycle and you should probably talk to like Dr. Drew about that because it looks like it's a problem it's a problem So yeah, David Foster, I would say count your blessings. I mean, I feel kind of like fucked up saying that because I get it. Like he has had a career. And again, he has 16 fucking Grammys. Like he's done really well for himself. But like I said, he has a show right now that he's trying to promote. I think it's like a docuseries. He's trying to promote it. And the only reason Us Weekly would even be so into him, aside from him being Sarah and Aaron Foster's dad and him marrying Catherine McPhee, again, he wouldn't even have a lot of that notoriety had he not been married to Yolanda Foster and had she not brought him onto like one of our um, culture's biggest popular shows on Bravo. So I think you have to give some credit to it, David Foster. You have to give some credit to it and just like own it, baby, own it. All right, let's go to New Jersey. Let's talk to, let's talk about Dina Manzo and her ex-husband, Tommy Manzo. Ooh, ooh, mm, mm. Oh, uh, uh. so as you may have heard last week, because this happened last week, so there's a little bit of some older news, but I'm going to recap you and then update you. Are you ready? Ex-husband Tommy Manzo allegedly hired this dude, John Perna, and he's just like, yo, I want you to go and beat up my ex, or actually, I don't think, I don't know if Dina was actually dating Dave at this time, but Tommy Manzo's like, yo, John, I know. Or actually, let's start at the beginning. John's like, yo, Tommy, I want to have a wedding reception at the Brownstone. You remember the Brownstone from Real Housewives of New Jersey, because that's where Caroline Manzo and her family worked. Remember, she had her boys working at the Brownstone because Albert was the one that like, which I thought from watching the show, I thought Albert like founded and owned the Brownstone. I didn't realize he only co owned the Brownstone. Or actually, I think it was a family. um, It was a family business. Anyway, So John comes to Tommy and he's like, yo, Tommy, dude, bro, I need a discount on this wedding reception because I don't want to pay full price because I'm too cheap to pay full price. And then Tommy's like, well, we don't do discounts. And John's like, you better give me a discount. And then Tommy's like, all right, fine. I'll give you a discount. But what you got to go do is go beat up this dude back in 2015. So this is 2015. And so John's like, well, fine. I, you know, I have ties to the mob. So I'm going to be like, yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm going to go beat up this dude so I can get a discount on my wedding reception because I'm cheap. And Tommy's like, cool. So that dude ended up being Dina Manzo, Tommy's ex-wife, Dina, who was also on The Real Housewives of New Jersey. That ended up being her now current husband, but boyfriend, um, Prior. And so the timeline's a little tricky. I feel like they've been together for a few years. So Dina may have been dating him or it may have just been coincidental. Um, but anyway, he ended up getting the discount at the Brownstone. Um, and apparently, you know, Caroline's like, I didn't know anything. And Albert hasn't said anything. Um, but now Caroline released a statement. And she's like, I'm gonna side with the truth. Don't you talk about my family. And then everybody's like, "Okay, Caroline, like you didn't know. And she's like, I didn't know anything, but I have family on both sides. And don't you talk about my family. And so Tommy denies all the allegations and his lawyers like this isn't even sound real. This sounds more like a reality TV storyline. And we're like, okay, yeah, dude, except for the fact that none of them are on a reality TV show anymore. And like Dina's new husband is hot. And this is now the second time he's gotten beat up because remember, he got beat up with Dina back in 2017. So apparently he's not just hot. He's also shady because like who gets beaten up twice by like some random person in New Jersey, like twice in the same two year period. I mean, who knows? Maybe he's gotten beaten up before. But the ones that we know of, he's definitely gotten beaten up. And so we don't know if it's because he does like some shady shit or he clearly has some ties to the mafia because this boy, John, is like, yo, I'm gonna beat you up because I want a discount on my wedding. And Tommy Manzo's like, yeah, I'm gonna give you a discount on your wedding at the Brownstone. Remember the Brownstone? It was on Real Housewives of New Jersey with Caroline Manzo. And then Caroline's like, I'll know nothing. But like, we're like, mm, I think you know something. And Danielle Staub is probably just like, whoa Oh, y'all dirty, y'all shady, and that's about to go down. You about to lose your job, your job. You about to lose that brownstone. Oh, crrr. um, but yeah, and so now apparently, uh, the Tommy, um, again denying everything. He's like, nope, I don't know nothing. I'm no snitch. I'm no rat. And he apparently can no longer have any contact, can't see or be anywhere near Dina or her husband, which like, duh, because he beat them up. Or well, he didn't beat them up. He allegedly hired somebody to beat them up. And his bail is set at $100,000, which I don't believe he is set yet at the time of this taping. But it's a juicy scandal. And I agree with Tommy Manzo's lawyer that this does sound like a... um, it sounds like a reality TV storyline, and I kind of wish it were, but again, none of them are on TV anymore, so we're just going to have to live through the press. All right, let's go back to living in Beverly Hills, Beverly Hills, that's where I want to be. Brandy Glanville is getting thirsty. She's about to get parched because it's summer and it's hot outside, and she's like, I need some water. Or some Pina Grigio. So she has confirmed. So last week I talked about the photo that she tweeted where we all are like, this is definitely Denise fucking Richards. But then she didn't really confirm it. And then she ended up confirming it shortly after. And she's like, yep, it's definitely Denise fucking Richards and not a Denise fucking Richards lookalike. It was a photo of Brandy and Denise and they were kissing. And everyone's like, ew, Brandy, you so thirsty, girl. And she's like, guess what? It's summer, bitch. And yes, I'm thirsty. It's hot outside and yeah so she confirmed it and then i even asked sutton about it because i have sutton strack from real housewives of beverly hills on the show this wednesday and i'm like yo sutton did you see this photo and sutton's just like i didn't and i was like well this is the photo and she's just like oh my god that's so nasty Oof. but she wasn't saying that that was like nasty because they're because of like the lesbian vibe she was saying that that was nasty because brandy tweeted it and when it was clearly something private and personal and denise has like a husband with a big dick so And was like, no way, Jose, that's not cool. And then Denise fucking Richards was talking to Us Weekly. And Denise fucking Richards is like, "Mm, okay, I'm going to respond to this. And she actually responded to it like very, you have to remember, like she's been in the press cycle for a really long time, which she reminds us in her latest interview with, what was she on? Where was she? What interview did she? Oh, she was on The Talk. I almost said Us Weekly because they all give, you know, scoops to us weekly, but this was when she was on the talk and she was talking to Eve. And Eve asked her about it and she's just like, look, I've been through this all the time and she's like, I'm just going to let it play out on TV because I don't want to play it out on social media because I'm Denise fucking Richards and I've been on every single magazine that any of these bitches would ever want to be on. And so she's like, we're just going to let it play out because this right now, this feels like kindergarten. and I was like, okay. And she actually seems to be like pretty strong I mean again she had to go through all the bullshit with Charlie Sheen so she's pretty headstrong with all of this she's like we're so blessed and we're so lucky to even be on this show and to be part of it and um you know there are lots of viewers and they want to live vicariously through us because Big Pharma's after us and like people want to see that and um and people want to be us because I'm Denise fucking Richards And so apparently she's like holding her head high and she's like, it's a wild season, it's a wild ride. And all the girls are like, it's a hurricane coming. And I asked uh, Sutton a little bit about, about what we can expect in Rome. And she gives me a little scoop on what we can see in Rome. So stay tuned for that interview this Wednesday. But Denise fucking Richards was like, it's going to be, or all the other girls were like, it's going to be good. And Denise is like, people are always going to say stuff. And I know my truth. My husband does. It is what it is. Like I said, I've had much more stuff said over the years about me and my family. This is nothing compared to the things that have been said about me. Yeah, by her own ex-husband, Charlie Sheen seems like all the people she sleeps with just turn on her in the media. And, like, I'm curious to know what Aaron's going to say in the future. Not that he's going to turn on her, but, like, you know, we're living for this drama. I'm all right. I'm ready for it. Like, I am ready for, like, a good, um, like, season. This is a good season of Beverly Hills. I think it's a better season than New York. I think New York is a little blah, blah, blah. It's a little just sluggish and draggy for me. I was hoping they would kind of bring it back, but the Halloween party was just kind of meh. And then, like I said, I, I think I mentioned last week, I was listening to Jeff Epstein's podcast with Ryan Bailey. He was a guest on it. And they were kind of talking about how this season just lacks like a real storyline. It's all kind of just like, you know, we're at this party and now we're at this party and we're all seeing each other because we have to, but like nobody really has, there's like no overarching arcing storyline and there's no like individual story like what's really going on with Ramona she's single and she wants a man but like we've seen her do that like there's nothing exciting going on in Ramona's life Luann like we're so over cabaret and she's not sober anymore and like there's no struggle with sobriety because clearly she never had a struggle with sobriety and then I think the only one that has a strong storyline is Dorinda but she's not even letting us in like she was accusing Tinsdale of doing She doesn't even want to let us into our lives right now. We don't hear anything about John. We don't hear anything about anything. Sonia is just on a juice cleanse and like, I don't know. It's just, it's not, it started off great. I really like Leah. I think she, without Leah this season would have really struggled, but I mean, who knows what's going to happen next. We're going to have to watch what happens live. All right. And that is the end of our pop culture breakdown this week. Mm. Mm-mm-mm, 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 mm-mm, 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 mm-mm. oh and kim kardashian dyed her hair red and it looks terrible that's all i have to say about that all right thank you guys for listening to hashtag no filter with zach peter that's me go and give me a follow at just plain zach on all of the social meds i have really funny um videos and stuff that i post on my instagram and like i said i post some pretty thirsty pics that i've been starting to post because i want to get thirsty because it's summer and i'm feeling brandy glanville vibes so go check out my Instagram at JustPlainZach. Keep up with the show at NoFilterWithZach, And don't forget to listen to hashtag no Filter with Zach Peter every Monday and Wednesday. We have Monday pop culture breakdowns and Wednesday unfiltered interviews. And this Wednesday we have on Sutton Strack from the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And next Wednesday we have on... Um Who do we have on next week? Um, We have on a very exciting guest. Oh, we have Ashley Waller from The Hills. The Hills, New Beginnings, Ashley Waller, Jason Waller's wife is going to be on the show. I like like her. She's like a fun vibe, and I'm excited to chat with her. So stay tuned for next week. And don't forget to subscribe and leave me a five-star review because I love that validation. And I promise next Monday I'm going to give shout-outs, so leave a review this week, and I will read your comments on air and shout you out. All right? So go. Okay, bye.